It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. It's Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. I like that shirt with the stripes. I look very fancy today, don't I? Every night. I've noticed something. You're way more fancy than I am. And no. I know that other women looking at the way you dressed, I saw on your social media yesterday. Really? About the pants you were wearing. The oh, black, yeah. What, the, what, what, the leather pants? The leather pants. The, they were leather stretchy pants. I think they were pleather, by the way. They weren't even real. <laughs> well, Angie, you really rock and roll. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, girls notice that kind of thing. We notice uh, every little detail. A lot of times we get dressed for other girls and not necessarily the, so true. the man that we're with. But how was your day today? Today is good. Earlier today, you know what I did? I went to the ping pong at Spin in Chicago. You are well, play, You are a ping pong fool. Well, no, because now that I've played with you, Angie. We did a little video. Is the mm-hmm. video on our website? It is on our website. TheRendezvousShow.com. Uh-huh. You would, you have to see how Angie plays. Listen, I had just like a particularly good day when we were filming because right. I usually don't play that good. I swear, I'm not like a ringer that's trying to lie. But you got this new paddle for my husband, Jason, which was I, so nice. I did, yeah. And I broke it in for him. And it, I could tell a difference. See, I can. And I said to Jason, it's on. Watch it with your wife. So I, I did play ping pong earlier. I had lunch. What did you do? Uh, uh, I hung out. I just hung out with a family. My daughter is auditioning at her school. There's a, a talent contest like The Voice, you know, the TV show The Voice. Yes, of course. And she goes to a school where it's very artsy and there's lots of singers and dancers. So she's a singer, my daughter. She and sings? She is a great singer and she's auditioning oh. um, to sing today. So I'm, Or she did today. Um, so until I get home tonight, I won't find out how it went. So I'm super excited, though. Wow, fingers crossed. I know. She was so nervous. Oh, so. La, 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 la. Well, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff today on the show. All love, all romance, yes. all dating, everything. You can call us up, 855-905-8255. Get in the conversation. Coming up next on The Rendezvous, Simon is going to be doling out some romance Mm, advice. You know it. We're going to go to the mailbag in Bonjour, Simon Marcel. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, our website, to hit us up with an email anytime, therendezvousshow.com. Why am I bringing that up? Because it's time for Bonjour, Simon Marcel. <laughs> it is. Bonjour. We get so many emails, Simon, to you because you give out amazing advice. So let's, let's go in the grab bag here. Bridget from Newark, New Jersey, says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Bridget. I'm an independent woman, and I feel like a lot of guys have a hard time dating me because of that. I'm a really successful lawyer. I work a lot and make my own money, but it seems like guys are intimidated by that. Do you think I should be more modest about my success so they don't feel insecure? Mm, come well, on. I'm, well, first of all, you go, girl. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yes. Um, so I'm a guy, so I'm going to tell you exactly how it feels. There's the word success and the word lawyer together. Lawyers are always threatening. Lawyers sue you, lawyer this. So you got to be careful at first. Successful, if the guy is a bit insecure, then you turn it down. Here's, here's an interesting thing. Um, you can have it all. It's all a matter when you say it and how you say it. Mm-hmm. You can, you can uh, live up to your success. You can own your success. And I congratulate you on your success, Bridget. But there's a time for everything. So I think that you say, you know, if the first date happens, the guy's not maybe she as successful as you yet. Just play it down a little bit. Really? You think to play it down? Just, you don't have to say it all. You just have to say you're a lawyer. You don't have to say successful lawyer. 
and and also because lawyers scares people. Lawyers sues, right? Yeah, I just feel like when you know when you're on a first date, don't you think, Simon? Like that's one of the things you talk about a lot is your career, what you do. Well, you but know, in your case, Benji, if you're a single, you're in entertainment. We in in the ulala world, and the, it's fun. It's more if fun. If you are a lawyer, you either defend people or sue people. So that's a different connotation. It's a legal title. But I think she can own it totally in time. Because, you know, you may also love somebody who's not as successful at first is intimidated. He's the nicest guy on earth. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter really, in my opinion, that at the first date or second date, you know, everything is said on the table about your success. What matters is you find a good guy. I, I agree. I just feel like the fact that she even said, you know, should I play it down? So he doesn't feel so insecure. That sounds like his problem. Don't you think that the insecurity but is his issue? It's not her fault that she's successful. Oh, you're right. It's not her fault. But if she wants to find and she's e emailing us mm -hmm. because she needs help, mm -hmm. it's because it's not working. I keep thinking if there's an episode of Sex in the City and uh, Miranda is the lawyer on the show. Right? Yes. And she goes on the speed dating episode and she keeps telling all these men that she's a lawyer. And as soon as she says that, they're looking around the room for somebody else. Then she changes it and says, I'm a flight attendant. And they're all interested yeah, you in her. That? Well, exactly. So the term lawyer You think it's a scary, just because it's a lawyer. Yeah, you would be a successful uh, doctor. Everybody would love you right away because you help everybody feel better. Mm -hmm. Lawyers defend and sue. So, Bridget, I mean, I think you should feel proud. I think you should own it. But watch the time. You, you know, watch the timing of this. There's a time to say everything. I, th I think the the uh, successful, the wealth, the stuff like that, in time. So maybe focus more on him. Focus more you on the date. You and him as men and women, the and a woman. You, yeah, the things romance, you have in common. The yeah, the, the culture, the food, the, the the family, the weather, the sports. So many things. I mean, you want to find a good guy, right? So maybe a good guy will be intimidated a little bit at first. And if he is intimidated, that's going to maybe hang over his head and he won't see who you really are because that's all he's going to be thinking about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And once you've said, so I think it's that, you know, there's a place for everything, really. I think Laura shines in court. And outside of the court, they should just be men and women, just like we are, you know. Well, right on. I mean, hey. Good so, luck to you. Bonne chance. Maybe do the Miranda. Say that you're a flight attendant. No, don't do that. Own just who just you say, are. Yeah, just say Own you it. work or you're in law or you're a yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to talk more about independent women, Simon. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, coming up because, hey, a lot of people, I think, have this issue or at least have said they have this issue. So we're going to talk about why independent women actually are the best women mm -hmm. to date next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. We are in the Ooh La La studios. Right now, we're talking about independent women. <laughs> and we had an email in Bonjour, Simon, about a woman who is a lawyer, and she felt like it was intimidating men. And I know you wanted to clear up what you were saying. Yeah, I just, I just want to add something that I was saying. I think, you know, intelligence is, is hot. I think, you know, success and brilliance is even extra hot. I also think that the super success or the extra intelligence intimidate people, and that's true. Right. And we can't pretend it doesn't. It's like if she's very wealthy, don't say you're wealthy on the first date. Yeah. If you're a very successful lawyer, don't say that on the first date. I agree with you because I've gone out with men before, and it seems like that's all 
they're doing is trying to impress me with how successful they're rattling off and their so- accomplishments and how much money they make. And although I think those are great things, don't lead with that. No. I understand what you're saying. It's a turn off. You, you don't want to lead with that. There's more to you than what you do. Yes. What you do is awesome, especially, you know, you're a very accomplished lawyer. I think that's fantastic. But there's more to you than what you do. And he's not dating the lawyer. He's dating the girl. Exactly. So, you know, own it, feel it. And the timing, it's like everything. Everything at the right time. It's like cooking. You know, when you cook, it's all about the timing, how long you cook, how long you stop cooking. Same thing with dating. The timing oh, of like this that. is everything. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. A dash of what you do, Ex- a dash of your family. Well said. And all it, of that. Exactly. You know, think of like a French chef. It's like a recipe. Yes. A, a date is like a recipe. A recipe for love. Right. Think about what you want to put into it. I love that. So we're going to talk about when we come back, Simon, mm-hmm. there are reasons that independent women make the best partners. Scientific reasons. Really? Yes. And we're going to talk about the reasons. It's awesome to date an independent woman. (laughs) Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Barcel, ooh la la. Ooh la la, Angie, bonsoir. Bonsoir. Thanks for listening to us tonight. So we've been talking about independent women, and now we're talking about tips because apparently dating an independent woman is a good thing. They make the best partners, and here's why. Um, This is what they say. She knows how to exist with you, meaning you don't have to worry about her being needy and trying to like live in your life. You guys are coexisting together because she has her own life. Which I love. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no neediness that goes on there. Another one is she'll push you to pursue your goals because independent women are really driven typically and she's going after her stuff. So she wants you to do the same. And it's a good encouragement. Usually it is. Yeah. yeah. It's a good teamwork. Yep. She can take care of herself. She's self sufficient. She doesn't need anybody, meaning you won't be expected to be by your side all the time. Uh, she lets you be you. If she's with you, chances are that you fit the bill already and she values being her own person and she wants the same for you. That, Angie, I don't know if I agree. Do you think that sometimes uh, independent women try to change you? A little bit. Because they're used to bossy controlling, maybe? Yeah, the bossy LC of the world becomes, you know, influential in in sometimes the private life. They think because they're successful at work, they can tell you what to do. I can see how that would happen. I, I tend to manage my home sometimes yes. instead of letting it be home because I manage work so much. Yeah. I'm trying to manage everything the same. Exactly. I understand what you're saying with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk more about independent women. In fact, we have somebody on the phone who is having a little bit of a problem with her man. She's an independent woman. Okay. We'll find out what's up with her. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and me, Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. So we've been talking about independent women, Mm -hmm. dating them, loving them, being one yourself. Mm -hmm. I know you are an independent woman, Simon. And <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. You got me for a second. I know you looked at me like I was crazy. You uh, are the independent. Well, you are independent but married. I am independent and married. Yes, I live independently, happily married. How about that? That's true. Well said. Uh, we take calls all the time. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. We got a call right now about this. Let's go to Angelina from Boca Raton, Florida. Hey, Angelina. Hi. How are you guys? I love. I love your show. You're so great. Thank you so uh, much for having me. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you. Bonjour. Thank you. You wanted to call about our independent women topic. What's going on? Bonjour. Yeah, I definitely consider myself an independent woman. Um, 
And I'm having a problem right now in my relationship because of it. Um, I just got a raise at work and I was really excited about it. So I booked a vacation for me and my boyfriend and paid for the whole thing. I thought it was, you know, I thought he'd be excited. Um, And he actually was the opposite. He got upset and he felt that it was emasculating for me to pay for a trip for him without even asking him first. Mm. You know, he doesn't want to go and I don't know what to do. He really doesn't want to go now because of that? That is crazy. Simon, what do you think she should do about this situation? Well, Angelina, uh, I think, is acting like a brat, not wanting to go. But you made a little, little mistake because... As a guy, I know in the past when I've invited ex-girlfriends to a vacation without telling them the where, the how, and discussing it with with her before, she got mad. Really? No, I don't. Yeah, it's it's something that everybody likes to be involved in the plan most of the time. Aww. So I can understand. I think it's not so much the fact that you paid for it; it's the fact that you did not ask his opinion, and he's a little bit jealous of your success, maybe. So I think you have to go back at it. And see, he can change his mind. If he doesn't change his mind, then, you, you know, we have a major problem with him. But I think he's passive, aggressive, and jealous of your success, your new money, your raise. And you gave him an opportunity by not asking him his opinion. Men like to be asked, where are we going? I Usually th- with the one holding the wheel in the car. Yeah, but and, and see, and that's why he, I feel he's very insecure because he doesn't feel like he's holding the wheel. And I think the him getting mad at you, even if she didn't ask, I think he's using that as an excuse because he's very insecure and jealous. And it sounds like... That's his problem. I mean, who wouldn't love to be surprised with him? I would love that. I mean, it's not like you picked him up and said, we're going right this second. But you don't have a say in the matter. No no plan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's a very cool thing that she did for him. And it, he sounds like he's being a baby. It is. But um, we want to help Angelina to, uh, to keep the man happy so she can be happy. And I'm thinking the best she could do is revisit and just, you know, and then try to see if he, what's the real reason? Yeah, what's the real reason? Maybe if you ask him that, like, Simon Simon just hit it. Like, what is the real reason? Are you mad because I didn't ask or are can you I mad? Be, can I be honest, Angie? Yeah. I like driving, okay? I don't like to be driven. Mm-hmm. So if Ever. You, you don't ever want to no, well, just, sometimes. like, let somebody else drive no, for that, a minute. Uh, uh, yes, sometimes. But... Like, let's say, you know, I'm with my girlfriend. I always drive. Mm-hmm. Always, always. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so it's suddenly she would take the wheel, and I would not think it's funny. I would just be surprised. And maybe men are so used to routines that, in Angelina's case, he wanted to be consulted before. Mm. I think we should talk about that with him. Angelina, I think you have a shot. If you really like him, it's worth having the conversation and ease into it. Okay. All right. Because if you don't, you, you know... I guess, you know, either he's going to come back to you or you're going to break up with him. Right. He needs to. uh, I mean, I feel like he needs to understand that that's, you know, she's excited and it it might be a little deflating for her because he's very jealous. She she wants to celebrate. You're absolutely right. But subconsciously or emotionally, he's just jealous because she's getting more money than him now. And she took the wheel. Mm -hmm. Men don't like when their children that other children take their toys. When they're adult, they do not like anybody taking the wheel. Maybe dig a little deeper, okay? Yeah. So, All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're, you're most so welcome. welcome. Bonne yeah. chance. Thank you so much, Angelina. If you have Thanks. a question, yes, good luck. Have fun on your vacation if you guys end up going. <laughs> if you, yes. If you have a question for Simon Marcel and myself, The Rendezvous Show, 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I'm loving the topic of the show so far, dating independent women. Yes, absolutely. More and more. More and more. And now I've come to one of the favorite parts of our show. It's date or dump. Very easy. Mm -hmm. We're going to read an email that we get here at uh, therendezvousshow.com. We get a lot of emails. We get a lot of those emails, the date or dump. They just want a simple answer. I think a lot of times people already know the answer, but they want a little confirmation. So this one comes from Robin from Cincinnati, Ohio. She said, hey, Simon and Angie, I'm dating a total workout fiend, which is fine, but I feel like you would rather go to the gym than have the ooh-la-la. <laughs> the last few times I was over his place, I tried to initiate something, but he said he wanted to save his energy for the gym. Oh, no. <laughs> should I continue to date him or should I dump him? Date or dump? Simon, what do you think? I say dump him because if he prefers to work out instead of making out... I mean... I don't see why you should... Because who in the world would prefer to work out than make out? And the whole saving your energy for the gym, like, can't you do the gym any other time? And, and don't you still have the same energy? Ulala is consuming energies. But when you get into that ulala mood, you find some energy you didn't know was there earlier in the day all of a sudden, I feel like. So date or dump, Angie? I say dump as well. If the well, gym is more important than you, the priorities are out of line. We agree. So it's a dump. It's Robin. a dump. The big dump. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Robin. Good luck. I mean, I like the fact he works out, but, I mean, let's prioritize things a little oh bit. Oh, my God. I'm just surprised even somebody would do that. I mean, is there anything you would rather do than the ooh-la-la? Let's talk about <laughs> what would you rather do than the ooh-la-la? Great I'm question. dying to know these answers. I want to know if you have an answer to that, Simon. We'll find out next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So just recently on Date or Dump, before we went to break, this woman, Robin, from Cincinnati was saying her hu- uh, boyfriend, I should say, not husband, would rather go to the gym than have the ooh-la-la with her. We are shocked by uh, that. Petrified. <laughs> petrified for her. We told her to dump, by the way. Yeah, we but did. Simon, I want to know, is there anything you would rather do than the ooh-la-la? No, Angie, no. I mean, I'll tell you something. You can't think of anything? Ping pong. You love ping pong. No. What about what about eating eight hundred Kit Kats? <laughs> uh, if we're talking You're about like, oral pleasure, <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, 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 no. You know, I had the privilege to kiss my first girlfriend at fourteen, Christabel, my first French kiss. Christabel. Once I discover the extraordinary chemistry, pleasure, and romance of French kissing and making out with a lovely woman you love, there's nothing better in life. And and and. I think my father who's been with my mom for uh, 50, almost 52 years would say the same thing. Nothing more important. It's just... It's the, it's the closest connection, I feel I'm, like. I'm even more intimate sometimes it, than the ooh-la-la itself. I, it, exactly. That's why I think making out, French kissing, and then everything that leads to the ooh-la-la. Mm-hmm. But if you start to think in life while you're still active that working out, playing ping pong, mm-hmm. going to a restaurant, drinking a glass of wine... Gives you more satisfaction, enjoyment, and peace or excitement than the ooh-la-la. What if I'm really tired? You know, <laughs> what if the kids have been bugging me? What if I worked all day? Oh, my gosh, the ooh-la-la. You- Wait, Angie, if anybody would say to me that on the philosophical question, I would say, you know the sentence, Houston, we have a problem? Yes. Well, I would say, Houston, we have a problem. Angie, let me, let me ask you that question. What is more important than the ooh-la-la? Between you and Jason, mm, what activity? Nothing. Honestly, nothing. nothing. Not even the show? 
well, the, the, this, this show puts money in the bank, which then leads to a bed where we can have the ooh-la-la. See? So, I mean, the show is very important, but there's nothing that feels better. Let's put it that way. Exactly. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about more having to do with your love life, dating, romance. If you need advice, call us right now, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. French relationship expert. Realistic women. Yes. Keeping it real over on this side that of the fence. That's true. <laughs> that, there is two sides in this studio, the romance and the realism. That's Meet right. on the rendezvous. On the rendezvous. It's true. And we take your calls. If you need some realism, if you need some romance, if you need some advice, 855-905-8255. All your dating and love questions. We do have somebody on the phone, Simon. Okay. Let's go to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Say hello to James. Hey, James. Bonjour. Hi, Simon. Hi. Bonjour. Hey, hey James. Hey, Ann. Hey, how are you, Andy? Uh, we're great. How are you? What can we help you with? Um, this is kind of a uh, a big one that I feel like I kind of know the answer, but I just need a reinforcement maybe. Um, my wife and I have not been happy together for uh, well, really since we had her son. Mm-hmm. And um, like we're just we're fighting to the point now that I'm spending nights uh, alone in hotels just to get away from that energy in the house. Mm-hmm. And um, she, uh, I really think we need to go our separate ways. I think it would be best for us and for our son, but she wants to stay together for him. And um, I, I, I don't agree. And uh, I, I just kind of wanted to see what you guys thought. Uh, I mean, James, when it comes to that deep of a question and there's a child involved, I would really go to a couple of therapists. I think the best you can do, it's, 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 it's only you, your wife, and your son. So I think it's so important to understand what can be improved or is it you know, changeable or is it too late? Have you guys, Angie, tried, you, yeah, have yeah? You guys tried therapy before, James? Um, I suggested it through like our church and she was kind of opposed to that idea, but... You know, I, I'll, I'll try something, maybe non Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's really hard because if I, listen, I grew up in a, in a home where my mom was married to my stepdad, it was at the time, and I had a younger brother and sister that were her and my stepdad's children. I was the oldest, and she stayed in that relationship for the same reason. She thought she was doing something noble by staying in this relationship for the kids. She had so much guilt at the idea of not being uh, with their father. However, he was the most toxic, awful human being, alcoholic. Mm -hmm. There were fights every single night. It was just a a very abusive, hostile environment. It did nobody any favors. In fact, it screwed us up. Um, And so I think you can get to the point where... You're, you're like, I've exhausted every opportunity. If, if she's not agreeing to therapy, you can't force someone into therapy. And if you really feel like you've done everything you can, and if you feel like staying together is going to make it worse for your son, then you have. I, I feel like you need to move on because you really have to think about your son. And if it, like you said, it's a, a lot of fighting around him, those things stay 
and you're really showing him mm-hmm. how to behave in relationships in the long run. And, and he's not going to understand healthy relationships if he's always seeing this negativity and this fighting. He's going to think that's normal. I, I totally agree with you, Angie, but I, I would recommend my sister being a shrink and helps many couples. Really, like we said, that you give a chance to a dialogue of peace. Right. And that has to happen. What's the unspoken? What do you do if she doesn't want to go, though? Well, then you say, do it for our son. All right, because she said, I want to stay I want to stay married for our son. Right. You say, the only chance we get to stay together is if we go to, to a, a, a couple of therapists and talk. I don't understand you. You don't understand me anymore. Let's do it for our son. Last option. Give yeah. it a chance. She won't say no. Well, if she, yeah, especially, like, you and, made a good point. She said she wants to stay together for your son. Yeah, she If did. you want to stay together for our son, then you have to go to therapy for our Put son. Put the work into it. Give it one chance. And then maybe not through the church, maybe through, you know, her doctor or people like that. She trusts some women have wonderful gynecologists that know shrinks also, mm-hmm. you know, be on her side. So he comes. A neutral therapist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Tr- one last shot, you know, it, it, it doesn't hurt to ask and put it that way. Like Simon said, you're doing it for your son. Yeah, absolutely. She won't say no. I don't know if mom would say okay. no to that. I, okay. I, and I if Thank and you. if she does say no, then you have your answer, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. think you have your answer. So yeah. it, it doesn't hurt to uh, make that last final push. Right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Good luck to you, James. I wish the best for you and your family. Yeah. Thank you, Angie. Bonne chance. Bonne chance. Thank you, James. That's a tough one. It really is. Always. But it's it's not over until it's over. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I agree with you, Simon. Not over till it's over. 855-905-8255. If you need any advice, if you have any comments on anything we're talking about, please call us. We're here for you. It's Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We just took a call from James who wanted to know if him and his wife should stay together for the kids, you know, therapy, obviously. But that brings the question, who should come first in the relationship? You know, a lot of times people have that question. What's more important, my kids, my my spouse? Do we stay together? Who should come first, your spouse or your kids? That's a big question. That's for a huge question. Married people. So why don't we start, ladies, first uh-huh, by you, who uh-huh. is a spouse I and am a mom. Spouse. I am a wife and I am a mother. A mom of a 12 years old daughter. I be- I be- yes, my beautiful daughter, Anna. She's 12. But I believe a thousand percent that the spouse comes first. And I'm not saying that because my kid is not the most important thing in the world. She really is. She is my heart. But I believe that if the marriage is not good in the home, then nothing is good and everything suffers because I feel like we're the foundation and everything else are the branches of the tree. You know what I mean? And if if we're not good, our daughter will sense it. It'll cause more problems. Like We have to be happy so that the entire home is happy. Let's reverse it. Uh-huh. Let's say your daughter is not happy. Then Ooh. who becomes a priority? Ooh. Why is she not happy? Is she not happy? Because she's a teenager, because... Well, She's teenagers t- are never happy, right? <laughs> so, or or something like that, or so because I was raised from a different school. I was raised where we were first. You're, the, the, the children pa- were first, yeah. But your parents sister, were happy. They, they were, were very happy, happy. They and were so happy. that was never an issue, though. But they made us feel like we came first, and they would say it at the table, "You guys come first, we come second. So it's a complete different education. That's why I don't think there's only one answer. It's a one answer by case. I, you're right. I think the case by case, case is by case, absolutely true. If my daughter was strained or stressed or unhappy happy because of our relationship, that would be a different story. So let's keep talking about that and how your parents' relationship affects 
your relationships because mm-hmm. Simon, your parents were influential in Very the way, so. yeah, in the way you conduct yourself in relationships. So we'll get to that when we come back on the Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor, la belle Angie Taylor. Oh, la belle. Oui. Every night You I have to enjoy. tell people what la belle means. La means means the beautiful. Ma belle, my beautiful, la belle, the beautiful Angie Taylor. You are such a gentleman and you are so I'm, sweet. I'm an honest man. You, well, thank you. You know, we were talking about relationships and how your parents play into it. Who should come first, the kids or the parents? How does it affect how you conduct yourself in relationships? I think that um, the fact that we were raised, probably me, my brother Benjamin, my sister Judith, as you guys come first, we come second, uh, has helped our self-esteem. And in tough times, uh, you know, you have this self-esteem that helps you go through breakups, helps mm-hmm. you go through tough times. They or gave you confidence. Confidence. Uh-huh. And to dare. What happened is my parents gave me the joy of life and the, the, the power to dare, including mm-hmm. radio. Um, stuff like that, stuff that's not you know predictable. So they gave me the, that I can do anything in the world because mm-hmm. I come first for them, equally to my brother and sister. Uh, in the relationships, my expectations romantically are very high. Did you feel like that's y- the difference? Y- you said your parents put your you guys on a pedestal. Did they you, did. Did you feel like one parent was more? loving and, uh, and worshiping than the other? Well, it depends on the sex. I think my mom was my brother and I were closer. Mothers my, always ma- love their and boys. And my father was yep. my sister, Judith. Yep. So it's a classic. Uh, but overall, um, I think that we receive tremendous amount of, of, of love and, 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 and I'm grateful forever because I owe everything I am to my parents. Mm-hmm. So with my goddaughter or, or the, the kids I love, I just try to repeat that as much as I can. It shows so much you know, with the, your parents' but, influence. Well, I, I thank you. I, I hope so. It does in I the best make way. Them proud. Yeah, you are making them proud. Well, thank you, <laughs> making us sure all proud. You, no, Angie, I think you more than me are making your mom proud, your daughter proud, Jason proud, because you come from a most humble background mm-hmm. than I do, to, mm-hmm. in all honesty. And look where you are now. So well, thank it's, you. It's more impressive. That's very sweet. Well, That's it's not truth. more impressive. It's just a different path. We all have our different paths to get to. That end up in the Oulala studio. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. More of the rendezvous, more Oulala coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, where we help you with your love, romance, dating, love lives, all of it. If you need any advice, Simon Marcel, you are here to help. Angie Taylor. Yes. To make sure we're on the right path. (laughs) I'm here to help you, too. Uh, 855-905-8255. Phone lines are open. And we have a caller right now from Oak Lawn, Illinois. Say hi to Sophia. Hey, Sophia. Bonjour, Sophia. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Good. hi, hi. We're great. Thank okay. you. So here, here's my here's my question. Um, so I've been dating this guy now for about a year, and it's getting kind of serious. And so we've gone over all of the serious conversations that you can have as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of mine right now is that I really want children because I don't have any. Um, and he, when we first started dating, he wasn't into children at all. The idea of children freaked him out. Um, So I was kind of weary from the beginning. But then recently, as in two weeks ago, he's told me that he's willing to have one child, uh, which, you know, is cool with me. But I, I see myself having like an actual family, like maybe two or three kids. 
So am I jumping the gun here by just deciding like, oh, I don't know if this relationship is going to work because he's just considering one Um, because he does flip flop a lot. Like so one day he'll say he doesn't want kids and then all of a sudden now he's saying he could take one child. Um, Mm. So I just I don't know like if it's if it's worth the battle of of breaking up, like talking about children, you know what I mean? breaking up, Sophia, I don't think you should break up with him at this stage. He's, he's, many men, listen, many men have those ups and downs, those worries, uh, and then they change their mind once they have a child. So, if I like, uh, you know, I'm 48, I don't want any kids, it's not yes or no, it's no. Yeah, that's your hard, right. it is, your hard it's limit, my final as they decision, say. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and so no one could convince me of other way. Right. So that's why I know if a man says I could have one, but I'm okay to have one, he's okay to have one. He's okay to have one. He I agree. Well, that, yes, exactly. But he's not doing what Simon just said. He's not saying there's no way it's not going to happen. So now he's saying that he would have one. And Simon, you are right because I have one child. Mm-hmm. There was a time in my life where I'm like, I think I want two, maybe three kids. Yep. Um, you have to wait and see how it goes after you have one because it can change your opinion on everything right. and, and life changes you know things happen you know what do they say when you make plans that's when god comes in and screws them all up or Sometimes. you know like the universe <laughs> will will change everything for you so um i have one I, the pregnancy was difficult the first year was really hard um and i didn't want any more after that and so now it's it's just my daughter that's all the room i have for in my heart is what i tell her is her cuz she takes it all up but you might change your mind. You know, you might have one and be like me and say, whoa, that is not what I thought it was going to be. This is good. I'm straight with just one. Or, you know, he might change his yes. mind and say, I love being a dad. Let's have 80 kids. So I would say one, do, you know, you he wants to have one. He said he would have one with you. Do the one and see. take it from there. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess I, yeah. <laughs> Hearing it out loud, I just sound selfish, I guess, because I'm no. like, I want children. It's not selfish. Uh. And you know what? We want what we want. You do want a kid. He's down for that. It's not selfish. It's just your. You're thinking ahead when you don't know your, how you're going to feel yeah. and, and down in the future. Lots point. of things can change. You know what I mean? You you have this image or this idea of what this perfect life, perfect family is going to be. And sometimes those perfect ideas get completely turned around. So, you know, give yourself a break and just breathe and do one yeah. and then go from there. Exactly. I, I'm very positive and I agree with Angie 100%. 100%. All right. Okay. I'll definitely take this advice to heart then. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Right. On. Relax, and you know what? And, and tell him that you're cool with that one. It might take yeah. some pressure off him. And oh. then you guys can just relax and enjoy it. And absolutely. One. Exactly. One, and then we'll see. We'll, yes. we'll circle back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sophia. Thank you so much for calling. Yes. Bonne chance. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Good luck. Good luck in the future and good luck with them babies. If you need some (laughs) advice, Simon and I are here to offer up whatever we can. Hopefully help you out. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor-Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. We've had an amazing night in the ooh-la-la studio. That's the name of this amazing studio. It's it, true, where we I, are every I night. I love our studio. It's Me so too. romantic in here. It is. We talked tonight about dating independent women. What a great thing that is. Uh, what we would rather do than the ooh-la-la. We couldn't think of anything. No, we couldn't. You no. and I couldn't. Some people could, but not you and I. Right. And how kids affect your relationship, how your parents influence you. Yeah. And today's 
Simon Says of the day. I said earlier on that a date is a recipe for love. Yes. Just like in the kitchen, you mm-hmm. either cook the meal with love and caring, or you just order out. Yeah, you order out. And then... Because it didn't work. No, exactly. <laughs> so don't forget, a date is a recipe for love. A little dash of everything, a little sprinkle of this and that. Makes the whole difference. Italian and French chefs say all the time. Ah. A little bit of salt and pepper changes totally how the meal feels and tastes. And you just cooked up a delicious meal for us. And thank you for that, Simon Says. <laughs> thank you. I yes. love it. Well, thank you for joining us on The Rendezvous tonight. <laughs> this is Simon and Angie. We'll see you tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.